Hey guys, what's up? This is Chris Chavez, co-host of History Creeps, Hardly Kayfabe, and Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. Normally, you'd hear a bumper for the network right about now. Instead, I wanted to take a moment to ask a favor. If you've ever listened to many of our shows on the network, you've heard us talk about a place that has quickly established itself as a staple of downtown Buffalo over the past couple of years. Mizuta Chow's is a Japanese-themed bar-slash-restaurant-slash-retro-80s arcade that features amazing Japanese-inspired street food, top-shelf drinks, and a glittery pink staircase that has become one of Buffalo's most popular Instagram selfie destinations. Like many other establishments around the country, Mizuta Chow's was forced to shut their doors and lay off their staff when the COVID pandemic hit. At first, they didn't let that stop them from helping the community. For weeks, Johnny Chow and his partner Christy, along with a number of other Chow's employees, worked to feed essential workers on the front lines treating those affected by the virus. They organized pop-up drive through grocery supply stores for anyone who needed essential items. The crew at Mizuta Chow's has worked tirelessly to support the community during this rough time. Now, we here at the network want to help show our appreciation for an establishment that has proven what it means to be a neighbor in the 716. Recently, a GoFundMe was set up to try to raise money to help Mizuta Chow's pay employees, bills, and ensure that when it's safe to, they can open their doors to the good people of Buffalo and Western New York. I know things are rough everywhere, but if you are able to, please consider donating to the Mizuta Chow's Relief Fund on GoFundMe. Every bit helps. You can also find a link at bicbp-radio.com. Thanks for listening and supporting the network. Now on with your show. Vibing. Welcome back to Fat Girl Jokes Podcast, a podcast that is sometimes funny, but always awkward, just like me. I am your host, your very awkward host, Amber, and I am fat. I like to start that off um, just in case anyone was concerned that they clicked on the wrong podcast or if they thought this was a podcast about skinny girls that don't have any fun. That is not this podcast. Uh, Please stay and listen if you thought that it it was that. Just just because. Now, I had a lot of topics in my head for my first real uh, episode of this show, but I wanted to introduce something that I think is going to be a staple in each episode, and that would be my coffee break. I am obsessed with coffee. I have coffee tattooed on my arm. Uh, I have dedicated one arm, my right arm, my favorite arm, to being my coffee arm. Now, this is the arm that I use to drink the coffee, to stir the coffee, to pour the coffee from one cup to another when I realize it's not in a microwavable mug. So, um, me and Anthony were joking once that the coffee gods didn't like him as he spilled his coffee on the floor. Then, more things started happening. Anthony would find himself in a few different um, predicaments with coffee-related things. Um, At one point, his uh, coffee got knocked over so hard that it actually splattered like 
in some slow motion movie scene that like a dog ran into a restaurant and caused a drink to just splash everywhere and it gets everyone all soaking wet with orange juice. That's basically exactly what happened. He got me splashed with coffee from a good three to four feet away in another room because he hit it that hard. This, again, is not the only instance where the coffee gods have shown their displeasure with uh, my boyfriend, Anthony. Uh, There was another time where we were looking for the lid to the coffee maker and Anthony swore he hadn't done dishes. He hadn't touched anything. He had no idea where it was. I was the last one that we could remember that did the dishes. And so I'm running around the rooms trying to find like maybe I put it down in the kitchen. Maybe I put it down in the living room when I went to go grab something. I couldn't find this lid anywhere. And I'm like, Anthony, are you sure you didn't you didn't touch it? You didn't wash it? You didn't see it? Nope. No, Amber. Don't know what you're talking about. Haven't seen it. I haven't touched the dishes. Which I knew was a lie, but whatever. So I'm freaking out because I need coffee and I can't find the lid to the maker. I'm already upset about just life in general, coronavirus, am I right? And then this happened and I'm out of coffee. It was like the world was going to end. I started shaking with with fury and I wanted to cry. And I'm like, we got to check every single place. So I open up a cabinet and I look in it and at the bottom of the cabinet underneath my island, like somewhere we don't even go into, the lid to the coffee maker was sitting right there. And I looked at Anthony And I said, this was you. And he just, he looked terrified and he was like, oh my God, it was me. I'm so sorry. And that was pretty much when we realized the coffee gods were real. Um, With Anthony's, uh, Anthony has really just angered the coffee gods in multiple ways and they have shown their displeasure with him multiple times. But um, I like to honor them by covering my arm and my body in coffee tattoos. With the theme of coffee going on, I wanted to introduce, like I said earlier, my coffee breaks. So once every episode, we're going to divert into my favorite coffee of the week. Now, this is pretty much irrelevant to everyone but myself. However, I figured at some point someone may find something interesting. We'll see. Typically, I drink a lot of the same kind of coffee. It's usually iced in one way or another. Um, However, now with coronavirus, it's harder to get a hold of iced coffee. I can't go to Tim Hortons. I can't go to Starbucks. I can't even drag my ass to Dunkin'. So, at this point in time, my current favorite coffee drink is uh, nitro cold brew out of a can from from the gas station. <laughs> it's technically Starbucks brand, but it it just tastes so bad. Like, it gives me the energy, and when I mix it with Dunkin' Donuts extra creamer, like, it's good, but oh my goodness... It, it just tastes 
like something you got at the gas station. Like you're on a road trip and you just need something to keep you awake. And you don't want to drink the five hour energy because you don't want it to taste like, you know, you drink medicine. I hate the five hour energies. They taste like freaking medicine. It's disgusting. And then you're like, okay, well maybe I'll get this coffee. Like coffee can't be too bad. (laughs) And it tastes like iron and water and like, like, I want to say mercury. I know it's not mercury, but it's like this weird extra taste that doesn't taste like coffee at all, but somehow they, they pass it off as such. Um, that is my, my go-to right now because it's the closest thing I can get to iced coffee without pouring hot coffee over ice, which does not work and will anchor the coffee gods, Okay. I want to go on to today's main subject. Wow, yeah. Um, and I was trying to figure out the best one to do. And I have a lot of ideas for future episodes. One of the ones that I am really excited to talk about is my emo phase. And I don't think I'm going to do that this episode because I feel like I may need to bring on some friends that had an emo phase and I just think it's important to be able to cross-reference our emo days. But keep an eye out for that one. I think today I just want to tell a, a quick story about how I am too nice And I think this goes into me and how I cope with humor and I just try to help people because I know what it's like to be bullied. I know what it's like to feel crap about yourself and about where you are in life. When I'm at my most depressed, I actually blame everything on myself being fat. I'm like, oh, well, the computer's shutting down because you're fat. It doesn't want to look at you. Or... Well, you didn't clean up anything because you couldn't get off the bed because you were too fat. So it's just because you're fat, Amber. Well, I I don't know why I blame me being fat for everything, but I'm sure that uh, I'm probably too nice because I'm too fat. Usually if you are, I don't know, I find most fat people aren't usually assholes because unless you push to being an asshole. Usually fat people are pretty nice. They, uh, they're they willing to joke and laugh and they like to have fun. Um, but if, you know, they're pretty tired of getting bullied, then that's, that's when we become assholes. But um, I am just too nice of a person and it gets me into really bad situations sometimes. I'm the kind of person that someone will come up to on the side of the road, like the homeless people, and they'll be like, can I have a dollar? And I'm like, no, but I'll go buy you a meal at at McDonald's because that's healthy. I'm going to make everyone fat too now. Um, So I am the kind of person that'll give someone a 10 instead of just like a dollar. I'll be like, oh, here's a $10. Go, Go get something to eat. Like I've done that before. My friends thought I was nuts. Um, my philosophy with that is just, I don't know what you're doing with it. So just go. If you buy crack, you buy crack. That's fine. You know what? It's not my business. I make more money than you. It's fine. That's cool. 
10 bucks is 10 bucks. At least I'm not spending it on more coffee. I have an addiction. Help me. Um, and basically, when I'm too nice, I kind of get stuck. And people are always asking me, like, are you really that nice? I am, you're a nice person, but, like, how does that actually hurt you? Well, my favorite uh, story about that, I was in my third year of college and I was living in a fairly new apartment complex that was like student housing off campus, but it was for like eight different schools all at once. And they were completely overpriced, horribly furnished locations, but they provided some safety. I mean, they had a gated community, but that was about it. Um, sounded like gunshots were going off in the projects next to next to us. Uh, right over the wall, there you can see uh, someone bleeding out from gunshot and stab wounds. Oh, and look over there. That guy got beat with a hammer. No, that never happened. Um, but we definitely called the cops a couple of times thinking it did. Um, and when I was living at that apartment complex... Um, I would take like, uh, you would take usually like a bus to get to the school from the apartment complex. I was one of the people that had the car. So I drove, um, to school that day and I had a girl who I just happened, like I had known that she was in my apartment complex, maybe like the day before. So when I come in to class, this girl's crying, like sobbing, uh, outside the classroom and because I'm too nice, I go over and I say, hey, what's going on? What's wrong? She tells us that she broke up with her boyfriend. He left her in the middle of the night, did not say anything while she was at work. He packed up all of his things and left and won't answer any of her calls, won't, won't do anything. She was distraught, understandably distraught. And my dumbass is like, well, let me take you home. I know you're in my apartment complex. Just, I'll take you home. I'll take you there. Sure. Yeah. So she agrees to go home with me, which honestly, I don't know if I would do. I don't think I would get into a car with someone I just found out lived in like the same apartment complex. Like you don't even know that I definitely live there. And you're like, yeah, I'll hop in your car. Like, yeah, I'm a fat chick, but I'm, I'm still stronger than you. You're tiny twig. I could probably shove you in my trunk. Close the trunk. Then take out my shovel. Dig a hole. I don't know. I'm just saying it probably wasn't the smartest thing. But so she gets in my car. She's like going back and forth between completely distraught and completely fine. I'm a bad bitch. I don't need him. I'm good. Into, oh my God, he used to be good. And like together we used to be good. So like I can't even be good anymore. Like that. Just at the drop of a hat. Just switched. So I drop her off. But I don't actually drop her off. She says, oh, why don't you park over there? Come inside. I, I don't want to really be alone right now. So my dumbass parks the car, goes inside. She's not alone. And 
I swear it was like out of a rom-com. The next like hour, hour and a half happened like it was a freaking movie that was that had freaking Jennifer Aniston and Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler and freaking Ryan Gosling and all those other idiots. Um, the next hour and a half, we sat on her bed while she went again from sobbing to, I'm a bad bitch. I don't need him. I'm going to go hook up with this guy. I'm going to go hook up with this guy. Here's this model that thinks he's so hot. What do you think? And every time I'm like, oh, well, you seem good. You know, like I'm going to head out. Like I'm missing all of my classes at this point. It was literally like the second week of school. And it was the second week of my first year at this school. And I'm like, yeah, no, let me leave. It's cool. I, you know, I gotta go. And she then would just start sobbing again and just be like, please don't leave me. I can't be alone right now. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Okay, sure. No problem. Like I, I can stay a little bit longer. Okay. No. Yeah, that's fine. So then she... <laughs> So then she got up and she like started like going through her closet. She's like, oh, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? Like looking through all her clothes and I'm sitting here like, girl, you're ma- you're all sad because your boyfriend just left. I'm confused. And then she would sit back down and she would start crying again. And this, like I said, this went on for about an hour and a half. At one point I looked at her and I was like, oh my God my phone, it, it's going to die. I need to go get my charger. I, I I will come back, but I have to go get my charger. She's like, oh, here, here's a charger. Here you go. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, go ahead. Charge your phone. Yeah, you can stay. I can't be alone. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, But I have, I have homework to do. I really got to get this homework done. It's due, you know, later tonight, I got a night class. I finally got out of there because I promised that after I ate dinner, I'd come back. So I go back to my room and my roommate's there and I'm like, please help me. I can't go back there alone. I can't be alone. So he decided that he would go back with me. He's never met this person before. And the three of us ended up hanging out. I barely talked to the girl ever again. My roommate and her became best friends for years. And that was, I guess, a, a good part of me being too nice. That that was nice. That came out of it. Um, but that was one of the most awkward situations I have ever been. I don't know you. You're crying about everything you've ever been through in front of me, telling me your life story about how your parents are rich and you're a model and all this stuff. And then going back to sobbing about your boyfriend leaving you in the middle of the night. And it was just like, I was dumbfounded. I was like, how did I get myself here? Now that is all I have for today. Um, I want to thank you again for listening. And uh, hopefully once I put it in a little bit more thought into some of these, maybe I'll have a longer episode. But for now, you can find me at Fat Girl Jokes Podcast on Instagram. And you can email any topic ideas because God knows I need them at fatgirljokespodcast at gmail.com. Stay fat. Editing Amber here. Um, I think it's important to let you know I do not condone the use of crack.
Nor do I think Adam Sandler is an idiot. I, I honestly really like his, his 90s stuff. It was really good. Um, okay, thanks. Bye. Vibing. <laughs>